With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Polished Lens by The Perception Shaper. The podcast show that will help shape your perception about life so you can live a better life and thrive. On Polished Lens, I will share deep and diverse perspectives about life from learnings gathered over the years, from my studies, experiences, and conversations with people. If you're at a crossroad in transition through phases or making a critical daily decision, this is the show you don't want to miss. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Polished Lens podcast, where we share tips and ideas to help you get a better perspective about yourself or your season to help you make better decisions. I am Falafayo, the Perception Shaper, and your host on this podcast. If you're at a transition right now, or you plan to have one sometime, I'm that person you can connect with to help you do so with ease. Thank you for listening in again today. I don't want to forget giving a shout out to all September celebrants. Congratulations to every one of you. May God bless you all in a special way and may his hands of grace rest upon that which you're celebrating as well. I am one. Yeah, (laughs) I'm a celebrant, I would say. Um, I get to mark my decision to be a Christ lover and follower every September. And it's been like 34 years now. Wow, it has been quite a while, I must say. But really, all praise really goes to God on this one. He's done a phenomenal work keeping me, preserving me, and blessing me so well, so well, so well. So, did you take a break like I did over the summer? And how was it for you? Mine was quite good, actually. A really lazy and chill-filled one, too. Uh, Maybe I even actually dragged myself a bit to get back to my regular routine. And it's also why I'll be sharing today some of the ideas I have learned to help me to ease back and to ace this next lap of the year. So I trust that it will be something that will be relevant for you as well, especially if you did take a break or you're still on your break at the moment. And just before that comes up, I'm excited as I always am (laughs) when I have something for you. To let you know, we've started a series on the YouTube channel, The Polished Lens with Falafayo. It's called the Thrive at Home series. This is a three-part video resource for that individual who must enjoy and make the best of the home space. The first part was released on Sunday. And if you're not yet subscribed, you need to. Yes, you should. So that you get notified of other parts in the series when they get released. And if you're not yet in the home space at the moment, but we'll plan to someday, don't miss this one. If you also know someone who you feel might be struggling a bit and can do much better, you want to let the person know about this series. All right. So here now is how you can ace the next lap after a break and do have a splendid September. 
God bless. Hello, everyone. It's good to be back. It's another session of Thriving Thursday. Wow. Welcome back, everybody. Happy New Month. Thank you. It's another session of Thriving Thursday. I'm excited to be back because there are a lot of modifications that I have made over the last few weeks that we'll be making in the work that we do. And I have learned quite a few things that I believe would be able to help every one of us to do even much better in our spaces. So yes, I'm going to be sharing some of those as we go on before we are done this year. And I believe very much that they will be very helpful tips and ideas. And I'm sure all the guests and faculty members who will be coming on board will be doing the same. It's been a great break. So let me ask you, have you had your break this year? If you've had your break this year, please tell me how the break was. Was it restful? Was it busy? Because some of us plan to have breaks, yet we make them busy breaks, right? So let me know how your break has been or how your break was. And yeah, it will be good to see comments as we go on. And if you're watching for the first time, let me just give you a hint on what we do when we come on Thriving Thursday. So on Thriving Thursday, sessions like this on Thursdays at 9 p.m. West African time, we have members of faculty and some of our guests come to share stories, ideas, tips that can help us to thrive in a transition or in a season. I believe very much that um, the way God has been amazing to mankind is to make sure that we have what it takes to thrive in any season we find ourselves in all right now you may be saying no follow fire if god has given us all that how come we're not all thriving that's a discussion for another day but it's a belief that i have and it's the concept from which i work and also help other people with and so if you're meeting me also for the first time my name is follow fire i am the perception shaper and i help intentional individuals, particularly those in leadership roles, to transition across seasons to the next level and to also thrive using the Thriving Code. Now, some of you might be hearing about the Thriving Code for the first time. So if you don't have your own copy of the Thriving Code, I would encourage that you get it on the website, thepolishedlens.com. It's an audio version and it will basically take you through the four pillars that I use consciously when I work with clients to make sure that they are thriving in their season or when they are transitioning across seasons or across locations or across levels as well. So it's good to be back. And uh, I know a few people who are seeing me live for the first time in a while will be wondering, okay, so what did you do over your break? (laughs) I hope my face is looking a little bit fresher. (laughs) I was looking, you know, by the last session before the break, but yeah, I did a lot of sleeping. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that. I did a lot of movie watching. <laughs> I watched a lot of movies. In fact, I'm sure my family members will be saying, you had better get back to work. This TV that you're sitting with, it's getting too much, right? So I did watch a bit of TV. And yes, with my family, we got the opportunity of visiting three new cities that we've never been before. Two in a country, actually. And yeah, we were at Georgia and we were at Azerbaijan. And we've had a few friends who've gone there who have told us that it's a great place to go to. And we did explore what we could and rest at the same time. <laughs> but it was a good holiday and um, we got to see new things. And I mean, for me, I think one of the things that stood out for me on one of the trips was, you know, being able to see nature that 
close up and that real, you know, a lot of things that I have in my current location are man-made and, you know, not as natural, right? And I think the last time I might have seen things that clearly and that close up was when I was in the university because of the location of my school, right? So it was really a good experience. So we had an opportunity of doing that. And of course, I got an acceptance, you know, there's a program I applied for and really excited about it. You probably hear me refer to it over the course of the next few months, probably like two years. <laughs> so I got an acceptance and that happened over the holiday and I'm really excited about that. And I'm stepping into that because I basically realized that it is time for me to add that on so that I can help people to do much better, especially those who are in the corporate space and those who are going to be running businesses as well. So we should be talking about that if you're someone in that space, okay? So I had a great time with family. And we got to play our family games at different times as well. New games as well that we learned from the kids. So it was really good. And of course, I did learn. I didn't stop learning. <laughs> I'm not sure I will ever stop learning at any point in my life. And my husband and myself had the opportunity of reading a book that we saw on the shelf of a friend's library, The Jewish Phenomenon. I think I've made references to it in some of my posts. And um, it's really been a great one. I'm happy to be back. And I'm happy that I had a very, very good holiday. So I don't know what you did on your holiday. And if there's anything that I didn't mention that you did on your holiday, and if it was not something that was too much of work, though, <laughs> please share your ideas in the comment section so that others can also probably look at the possibility of having that incorporated in their holidays as well. All right. Okay. So let's go into the conversation for today, because I know that many times when we come here together to share, time goes so quickly, and I would want us to touch on the things that I have for us today. You know, so when I was thinking about the session today, I realized that a number of people would have had the opportunity of taking a break or maybe having a time off, you know, because kids are on the summer holidays. Some kids have resumed basically. And I was like, okay, what would happen to our state of mind and our routine or the things around our work and our businesses when we take a break and we're coming back? It brought my mind to the fact that in a lot of things in life, there's usually like a break point in games when you have sports, there's usually like the halftime where everybody goes back, take a bit of a chill, sip of water, you know, get the tactics and the strategies redone together. And I know that even when people have events, you could have like um, a tea time, a break time, lunch time, and even kids, they have the play time, recess and all of that, even in school. So usually in a lot of things in life, between the start and the finish, there will be some form of break time. And I know that in the year for a lot of people, they use sometime between May, June and August to like take a break, you know, but what happens when you're coming back from the break? How do you plug back in and how do you make the best of it? And that's why I felt that today we should be looking into how to ace that next lap. So if we see the lap, the portion before the break or the recess or the halftime and then the portion after. So how do you ace that next lap? Because usually there's a vibe and there's a drive that will start a new project or part of our life or event or sport with. And it could be different after we've taken a break. But I know that deep in our hearts, we still want to make sure that going into the next lap, we're making the best of it, we're maximizing it, and we're also basically acing it. So today I'm going to be sharing about that. And I believe very much that, you know, there are tips that you can take at least one away. I believe that when you get a learning opportunity or an experience, if you can get just one thing that you can start to implement, you're already growing. And growing, I can tell you, changes a lot of things. I mean, a lot of things in our life. So 
the first thing I want us to look at is what were you focusing on before the break, right? And in that regard, many people want to come back and just continue. So for continuity's sake, I would say you might need to go back to the things you had as your goals, right? What did you have as your goals? What did you have as a dream? What did you have as the project you were working on? Because a lot of people want to come back from a break You know how it is when you go for lunch break at work, you just want to continue your work. So a lot of people have continuity in their minds and they're like, okay, let me just continue from where I stopped, right? And so a lot of people might be thinking, what would be more important for me? What would be priority for me at this time with respect to all the things that I'm considering and all of that? So my own encouragement on continuity when you're coming back to Facing the next lap is looking at the goals you had initially set for yourself. In this case, we'll be looking at probably picking up your goals for 2022, right? And then you're going to be asking yourself some questions. But before you ask those questions, I want you to probably think through the first time you wrote those goals, maybe end of December or early January, and to ask yourself, when last did you go back on your goals? right? When last did you go back on your goals? I know that I basically try to encourage us that we should do a monthly review of goals, but sometimes a lot of people can keep better into, you know, quarterly reviews of their goals. And I have seen extreme cases where people are encouraged to actually do goals review weekly or daily. That's quite heavy. But I think it's possible if you don't have so many things that you're looking at. But if you had a lot of things that you wrote on your list, that you wanted to do health-wise, relationship, work with God, financial, business, school, you know, relationship with your kids. And the list was so long, I'm not sure it would be convenient or that easy to do it weekly, right? So monthly and quarterly might work. So how many times have you reviewed your goals so far this year? If you've reviewed your goals at least once this year, please just drop a comment, yes, and let's see that, you know, we have people who are actually doing this already. Think about it, how many times have you had that opportunity to really go over your goals And then the next thing I want you to look at is how many of the things that you listed there have you completed? I've realized and I learned a while back that for a lot of us, when we are at a point of, you know, setting things up ourselves, we usually have our mind so much on completing everything before we can applaud ourselves. But then you need to ask yourself, have I really not done as well? Because sometimes you might have a list of 10 things you wanted to do. And if you really think about it, even though it's one thing that you would have said you've completed, you need to ask yourself, how heavy was that one thing? Because if you had 10 things listed and the only one you've completed was something that took so much from you and brought a lot of transformation to you, it is worth celebrating. So what goals, what projects, what plans did you set for yourself at the beginning that you can say you have completed today? So that's where you're going to start from because every time you see the progress you've made completing certain tasks, even if they were small or they were big, there's a rekindling it does for you. So in reviewing your goals, you get to rekindle the drive that you had at the beginning of setting the goals, all right? Because you start to remember what you were thinking, the whys that you had at the back of your mind when you were stating those things, all right? And then the thing you want to ask yourself as you go on is, okay, the ones that you've not completed, how far or how well are you on them? How far or how well are you on them? All right. And then to ask yourself, what can I do to make sure I complete it? Am I going to change my strategy? Am I going to change the people I'm working with? Am I going to pull out some funds? Am I going to put in more funds? Am I going to 
ask for help <laughs> because some of us are actually struggling with some goals because we've not really asked people around us to help us. Many of us really struggle with that, right? Um, but to ask yourself, what would you be needing to be able to complete that goal, all right? Because we're talking about continuity here and it's always good to be able to say, okay, I'm doing well on this, but I know I can be faster. I know I can be more efficient and I know I can probably even do it better, all right? And then <laughs> the other thing you want to do when you're reviewing your goals in continuity is to say, what can I yank off? Now, this is something that a lot of us <laughs> find hard to do. We feel like putting a stop or a pause on a goal means that there's something wrong with us. No, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> it's actually very okay for you to yank off some things that you have written. Okay, let me give you um, an example. So let's say you're a lady and you had planned that, oh, you're going to do some risky things in year 2022. You'll be traveling to some countries with some friends on holidays. And you're going to probably do something like buggy jumping, right? You're going to go off a cliff and be hanging on a rope or something like that. Now, just before that time, you're probably married and you've been trusting for the fruit of the womb and all that. Now, just before the time you had planned that you will, you know, go on that risky adventure, you found out that you were pregnant. This is a pregnancy you've been waiting for with your husband. I don't believe that you have to keep buggy jumping on 2022's list. You can yank it up. So when you're reviewing your lists, you get the opportunity to be able to see realistically some things that can go off that list, all right? And some things that you can probably modify. I know that at the beginning of the year for a lot of us, we are usually thinking, oh, I want to stay fit. I want to, you know, lose some fat. I want to look this way by my milestone birthday or something, right? And then for a lot of us, we think mostly of things like going to the gym and all that. Now you have that on your list. You're going to go to the gym three times. You're going to sign up with the gym that is like maybe a few meters from your house, you know, probably just a walking distance that you can basically just make easily. And then before the goal review, you moved. So you're farther away from the gym. And then you discovered that dancing was something that helps people to stay fit. By all means, you can modify that goal and say, instead of going to a gym, you would dance a number of minutes on this day and this day in the week to be able to achieve that goal. So when you're reviewing your goals for continuity because you want to ace your next lap, it is okay for you to modify one because you want to achieve it better. And it's also okay for you to yank some off because you still want to stay focused on the things that actually matter to you. All right. So in the light of that, I'll remind you again, when you review your goals, acing the next lap, what you're actually doing is you're rekindling the drive that sets you up at the very beginning, right? You're kind of connecting again with the emotions you had of, you know, I can do this, I have what it takes, and then you're having it on a great place, okay? Now, for people of faith, another thing I would encourage is going back to the promises you got at the beginning of the period. Because many of us actually forget what God has told us. Okay, I'll use myself as an example, right? So I have a book that I write down the promises I get when I've spent time waiting on God and praying and, you know, fasting and all of that. And I do, you know, enjoy particularly when I hear certain things that I write down. I had an opportunity of reviewing in the last week, and I can tell you that there was a promise that God gave me that I actually now connected to something that happened earlier in the year. And I was like, oh my goodness. So God had actually told me things would happen this way. And I was not connecting when that experience happened, right? So you need to probably go back to the promises you got that God gave you and to see which ones are actually happening now, you know, which ones 
you are probably still expecting. And it also helps to reaffirm the faithfulness of God in our lives. So review your goals and review your promises, all right? So in continuity, when you want to ace the next lap, you want to do reviews, all right? Now, the next thing is to ask yourself, what is winning for me in this phase? It's like a season might have changed for some people. For some people, nothing really changes apart from the fact that they took a break and they came back. For me, I can tell you my season has changed. (laughs) So what winning and thriving for me in this season would look like is a little bit of a shift from what I had at the beginning. So you need to ask yourself, you need to take that pause and to say, what would winning look like for me now? And what would it mean for me to thrive? Because a lot of us, right, we set certain things at the beginning of the year. So I'll keep using the calendar year today because we're talking about, you know, finishing the next lap of the year. You know, so you came into the year, you had some things that you were prioritizing, you had top values on, and then you took this break and then the season has changed. You need to ask yourself if your definition of winning and thriving if it has changed, right? So for example, you come into the year and maybe you were someone who had a lot of hands supporting you at home. You had a chef, you had a driver, you had a nanny, and then midway you moved or for some reason, all of these people stopped working with you and you're on your own. Your definition of thriving and winning, they've changed because now what will be top of your mind will be, let me get these things done somehow, right? With ease so that I will not be as stressed right? As I could have been if I was doing it just by myself, which probably you'd be doing anyway. But what I'm saying is that you need to ask yourself, what is winning for you now? What is thriving to you now? It's a question we usually ask our guests when we have thriving stories, because I believe that everyone at different times, for different reasons, we have a different understanding of what they feel winning or thriving is. But when you are able to say, I think this is really what I want to be able to achieve in this next lap. Then you can have the right focus. Now, what this does is that it helps you to have the right decision-making ability because you can now say, I want to do things with ease. So when options of doing things difficult in a difficult way come to you, you don't take it because in your mind, you're like, I'm, it's ease I'm after, right? Now, someone else may say, for me, winning in this next lap, in the next half of the year, is deepening the relationships. I've had. So I made a lot of relationships in the first part of the year. But now I want to deepen those relationships. Now, that means that you're not just going to be having surface conversations. You're not just going to be communicating with people on chat. Because in chat, when you chat with people, you can't really go deep, right? So now you're going to be saying, you're going to be meeting with people and having deeper conversations, the kind of things you do. So your decision-making, your choices will be directed by your definition of what thriving or winning would be for you at that time. Now, in order to be able to close this, this point on what winning will be, I believe that as you define what winning is, it's also good for you to be able to say, I'm going to zone in on, say, two or three things that are very key for me. One way to look at it is to say what probably might be new for me in this new season or in this next lap that really matter and I mustn't drop the ball on. Okay, so I'll give myself as an example. Now, for a lot of parents, the kids, are they're resuming new sessions. They're going into new classes, right? That means that they probably have new classmates and they have new teachers. And uh, for some of them, they might be having new subjects. So like I know that my, my kids' school, for their own classes, they get a pick some new subjects this year. So it's not a continued subjects curriculum per se. So they are having new subjects, new teachers, new classes, and everything might be changing for them. 
they would need to have some form of sounding board at home when they come and lament or rejoice over the way the day has been, especially in the first few weeks of this session. So for me, winning now will mean being present when they come to share all those things for me. Because I know that I have things that I want to do with my time, but I am aware of the fact that they need that sounding board experience from, they need me to be present, right? So it means that I have to look at that as the things I'll be focusing on. So apart from them, I also will be starting my own program and I've started realizing that I need to make shifts in my calendar, in my schedule, in the way we show up on the polished lens. And I'm already thinking about that. So my strategies, I'm looking into it. I know that there are some things that will come up for me in the next few weeks that I will say I can't take, I can't look into because it doesn't support the core things that I'll be focusing on that would define winning or thriving for me. So what is winning for you in this next lap? For you to ace it, you even need to know what it will mean for you to win, what it will mean for you to thrive in this next lap. Just before I go into the final one, what this particular point will be doing is to help you to focus because when you want to really do well at something, maximize something, focus is powerful. So as soon as you're able to define what winning is to you, as soon as you're able to define what those two or three core things will be or major things will be for you in this next lap, then you can focus more and really make the right decisions. Okay. Now the last one is making each day count. The last point in being able to ace this next lap in the remaining part of the year is making each day count. You see, most times, many of us want to be able to define our lives as amazing, phenomenal, right? We want to use those beautiful words to describe our year. But then we often forget that the days actually make up the weeks, that make up the months, that make up the quarters of the year, that make up the full year. And what do I mean? We forget how to look into each day to make the best of it. If you want to ace a full year, you had better be acing each day. You had better be acing each day, all right? Now, when I was pondering over this point, I realized that there's a lot that one can consider or start to do, you know, with options to make sure you make each day count. But I believe that that's probably a session for another time. But today, what I'm just going to say is being able to evaluate each day ahead of the next Now, one of the things you can do is to evaluate each day ahead of the next, all right? So what I've learned, and I learned this a while back, we shared something similar to this in the first year of Thriving Thursday, when we started doing Thriving Thursday, where we talked about um, roses and thorns, right? So I'm coming back to that point because I can tell you it helps you make your days count. And that is to ask yourself two big questions, right? When you're about to sleep at night, all right? It could be the last one hour of sleeping, and it won't take you long, just about five minutes. Sometimes it could go up to 10 minutes. And you just want to ask yourself, what made today great for me? Now, there might be days where you have so many great things. You're like, I don't even know. Today was just fantastic. I don't even know what to pick, right? But you need to ask yourself, what made today great for me? And when you think about that one thing, you ask yourself, is it possible for me to repeat this great thing tomorrow? Because if you identify something that made the day great, and you are able to repeat it the following day and the following day and into the next week and into the next month. That means you're going to have many great days. But are you capturing what makes your day great? All right. And then to also ask yourself, what wasn't so good today? I mean, it shocked you. It came to you by surprise. Uh, it was an incident 
that left you, you know, upset or left you disturbed or worried. You want to also ask yourself, so that thing that happened during the day or that thing you missed doing and to say, okay, how can I avoid it the following day? Or how can I modify? Because if it's something that will occur again the following day, you want to ask yourself, how can I modify it, adjust it in a way that it will not repeat itself, okay? Now, the reason why I believe very much that working around this is that it will help you to appreciate what is really going on for you and to repeat it. Because a lot of us have great things happening for us, but we are not intentionally repeating. And if you want to ace this next lap in the year, for those of us that took breaks, (laughs) you want to make sure that you are making the best of your great times, repeating them. And you're trying to hold back or prevent the reoccurrence of as many not so good days. Because those reflective moments at the end of the day, as you get into bed, and it's something that I have learned and I can tell you it works incredibly well. You're about to sleep at night and you're telling yourself, what beautiful thing happened today? What was my rose today? And then you ask yourself, what was the thorn today? And you're telling yourself, I need to try and repeat the rose the following day or at least achieve something similar, right? So if you find out that your rose in a particular day was that you had a conversation with someone, you just walked up to the person in the office. This is someone you've known and you just asked the person how their day was and the person said something and then you asked another question and then it lets you be the blessing to that person and you felt great about it. That means that you want to repeat such things, right? <laughs> you want to repeat something, you want to look out for it. That means that there's something there for you. So my encouragement is to ask yourself, what was your thorn? What was your rose for the day? What can you do about it the following day? How can you repeat it and how can you avoid it so that you can make each day count? Knowing that the days make the week, make the months that make up your year. And if you want your year to end in an amazing way, you're not going to just do one big thing. It's in the little things you do in your everyday that would count for it. All right. Okay. So let me just go over the things we've talked about today in acing this next lap for those of us that went on break (laughs) and for those that are considering going for a break soon. All right. So you want to review your previous goals and the promises you've got in God's presence. All right. If you're a person of faith and if you're someone who has matured enough to get direct promises, or you can just even pick any promise in the word. But usually if you had something you started the year with, you want to go to that. And then you want to redefine, redefine for that next lap. What is thriving? What is winning for you? Okay. And then lastly, you want to daily maximize that face daily maximize i said already that this looks like one that we will come back to because there are some other things that i believe you can do to make your days count but this particular one is appreciating your thorns and your roses but let me say that again appreciating your roses and your thorns <laughs> because i believe very much that the roses should be more important one all right now I'm thinking when I was putting these notes together that there are some people that will be listening in to me today. I'm saying, okay, Falafayo, as usual, you've come. These are great things. I don't even know where to start, right? I don't know. They all look like things I want to incorporate. If you need to have a conversation on this, we'll be dropping a link on our Facebook group for you to book a session. So pick a slot and let's have a conversation. Let's help you get started on making the best of this next lap, all right? And then if you're also someone who is saying that, I heard you mention the thriving code. I want to, you know, get a bit on that as well. We will drop that on Facebook. But if you're someone who is not on Facebook and you're watching this on YouTube or you're watching this on Instagram, then please just send me a direct message with ACE, all right, ACE, and then we can talk about this. And if it is the thriving code you also want, just mention the thriving code and we will send you a link immediately. All right. So just before I leave, 
I just thought that this would be the right time to share with you something that we've been cooking up over the break. Okay, right. I did take a break. <laughs> Don't worry, this is something we started much before the break, all right? So it's not like I spent my break working on it. But if you have been following the Polish Church for quite a while, you will realize that the first set of sessions we had and work we did at the beginning was on Thrive at Home for those in the home space, home-based mom, home-based dads, home-based entrepreneurs. And um, we had some sessions around it. And I realized that because we've been doing much more for those in transition, we don't really have anything out there for people who are moving into the home space. And we wanted you to have that access. So <laughs> I'm delighted to share with you that we're going to be starting this Sunday, a series, a three-part series on YouTube, okay, of some ideas that can help you to transition easily into the workspace. Now, if you're someone who is already in the home space and you're still not getting the hang of it, <laughs> I can tell you it took me almost 10 years. <laughs> so I understand the concerns and the headache, right? So if you're in the home space and you want to thrive more, or you're in the corporate space and you've been thinking, you know, I want to take a bit of a break, move into the home space and do something from the home space. This is a series you don't want to miss, all right? We're going to upload the first um, part of it on Sunday. You want to look out for it on the YouTube channel at The Polish Lens with Fala Fire. Now, if you have any friend who has been talking about resigning, transitioning into the home space, or who is in the home space and you know the person is struggling, you know, to make the best of that space, then you need to make sure that you send the person to The Polish Lens YouTube channel so that the person can have the opportunity of watching that series when we have it. Um, but we will definitely put up posts and links on Instagram and on Facebook as well and on our WhatsApp status so that you can also follow. But if you just need the link, please just send me a direct message and I will send you the link. You just need to subscribe. So if you subscribe, as soon as we're uploading those videos, you won't be missing anyone. And I would love to hear your comments as well. So if you're watching the replays, please just give us hashtag replay. And for everyone who will be watching this on YouTube as well, thank you for joining. I look forward to seeing your comments and your questions and seeing how we can help you to thrive more. Enjoy the rest of the weekend and stay blessed. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of The Polished Lens. I am Fola Fire, the Perception Shaper. God bless.